When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Let's get to golf uh, over there in the U.S. Is the U.S. Open. It's uh, taking place right now and joining us on the line from Australian Golf Digest, doing great work there and bringing us up to date, keeping us in touch with what's happening on the PGA Tour. I'm not sure if he's on the Sharky Tour yet, but we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, He might get his uh, credentials revoked. Evan Priest joins us right now. Ev, um, hope you're enjoying a Friday beer after round two of the USO. Bring us up to date, mate. What was uh, the big talking points out of day two of the Open? Adam, I'm actually I'm about to have a beer. I'm on a shuttle back to the media hotel, and I can guarantee you now I'm going to crush a couple of cold ones when I get back there. It's been a long day of the US Open, but a really good one. And uh, mate, it was it was a boozy Friday afternoon. Um, it was quite fun, funny. The, some of the fans were pretty jovial. They were sledging some of the players. They actually got Adam Scott with an absolute beauty this afternoon. I was walking the back nine with Adam, and he was wearing all khaki, so a complete head to toe khaki. And uh, one of the fans said, hey, Adam, nice tribute to Steve Irwin, bud. Let's go. And I, I found that pretty funny. And, uh, yeah, there, there was a, there were a few other ones in there. They even yelled at Jordan Spieth and said, you're not going to make this putt almost like Happy Gilmore uh, as he was lining up a putt. So they got on the source. And um, as Mark Leishman told me, he thinks that's because they copped a bit of a beating last night, the Celtics, who got obviously lost the NBA finals to Golden State. And I think they were taking it out on the U.S. Open golfers today. So it was good fun, mate. It was a really good Friday. The uh, the the Aussies then so Adam Scott I've seen him wear that gear and I, I I do think that we I don't know if he's trying to camouflage himself in the desert but he hey he pulls it off he's a good looking man Adam so he can he can wear what he wants but um he makes the cut uh, how many other Aussies will be playing on the weekend because uh, yeah it's a stack leaderboard up the top it's going to be tough for anyone well back to try and leap over all the players that are there at the moment. We've got three other Australians who, who made the cut, so we've got four in total. The big surprise was actually Cameron Smith. He was six over. He was He's already back in Florida. Uh, got a flight home this afternoon. Um, so he missed his first cut at a major since last year's US Open. He's been in a lot of hot form, but sort of since the, the last two rounds of the Memorial Tournament in Ohio a few few weeks ago, he just hasn't really found his A game. So this is a ranked player, world number six, missed the cut. And Lucas Herbert and Jed Morgan also missed the cut. So we've, we've still got four Aussies on the weekend. Two of them, you know, are a pretty good chance. Mark Leishman and Adam Scott have been there before. They've played plenty of US Opens. They know how tough it's going to get on the weekend, and it should be a really fun US Open weekend. And, mate, uh, US Opens are where we normally see golf courses bare their teeth, the speed of the greens and then some of the trouble off the fairways that getting to some of the best players in the world. Oh, absolutely, Morgan. I've got to say, first of all, I'm a Warren's Hearts fan, so I did uh, enjoy watching you play back in the day, mate. But, um, yeah, you, you're right in saying the U.S. Open, United States Golf Association, the USGA who run the tournament, they like to bake out the greens on the weekends, really get them firm and fast, get, you know, get it tricky for some of the world's best players. And, and I really think that sort of around even uh, one under could be a real chance on Sunday and could be a really good shootout. Uh, 
Nick's not here, obviously. That's why Morgs is here and lifting the standard up of the show, Ev. Um, but Nick is like, <laughs> I don't know who you had pinned up on your bedroom wall when you were a teenager, but Nick still, he's, you can't see what colour paint he's painted his walls because there's all these Rory McIlroy posters all around his bedroom. Um, <laughs> is he going to be happy by the end of the week? Has he got a chance to be very, very happy by Monday morning, Nick, with um, Rory McIlroy there or thereabouts? Yeah, I think so, Adam. I, I, he just seems really fired up, Rory McIlroy. You probably saw him make some passionate comments after he won the Canadian Open last week, and you know, gave a bit of threw a bit of shade at Greg Norman, and he's come straight into the U.S. Open, feeling good, playing good. He's hitting plenty of greens. He's making a few putts too, and I think he'd be right there come Sunday. Is um on the the whole circus that is live golf and Greg Norman at the forefront of it. I'm I'm not sure that Sharky's there this weekend um, in in Boston, but a few of the players who have signed up for it obviously allowed to play the US Open. What what has been the week like for them, people like Phil Mickelson and, and Bryson DeChambeau? Have they got the weight of the world on their shoulders or are they just taking it all in their stride, all the criticism? Yeah, uh, pr- probably the, the former, Adam. It, it, it looks like it's been pretty stressful for a lot of them. I've I haven't seen a press conference as tense and grilled as I saw Phil Mickelson the other day. He just copped 25 minutes worth of really tough questions, you know, to the point where he was having to justify a letter that one of the wives of the victims of the 9-11 terrorist attack sent to a bunch of professional golfers who are playing in the Saudi League. And it really dominated the conversation right up until the first tee shot was hit. And now it's kind of just become about the US Open, which is good in a way, you know. But um, if these golfers think they're getting off easy, this story's not going anywhere. This this LIV tour, it's only going to get stronger. It's only going to sign more big-name players. And, um, you know, if they want to take that money, they're going to have to put up with these questions. But, yeah, it, was, it, it has dominated the US Open so far. But um, I, I think it's still going to be a really good weekend. It's going to be, LI, it's going to be an LIV-free zone this weekend. It's going to be great. Hmm. Yeah, just on that, do you think they need, like, the, that tour needs a victory from someone coming back across to gain relevance, or is it just all about the money there? I think it wouldn't hurt, Morgan, for sure. You know, if you, if you had sort of Dustin Johnson or one of the guys, you know, Charlotte, whoever it might have been that, that came across, if, if they win soon before they get you know, um, banned, that, that would certainly help. But they've really only got the opportunity to do that in the majors because, as you've probably seen, all those golfers who have gone across to LIV, they've been banned by the PGA Tour. So unless they win a major, it's going to be pretty tough to do that, Morgan. So with the, with the setup at the moment, they're allowed to play the US Open because it's an open championship and obviously world rankings. And what's going to be important for this new tour is to be able to get itself into the world ranking system to allow its players to gain points to maybe keep inside the cutoffs and the like. So the the two Opens, the, the, PGA, the PGA as well, I'm intrigued about what Augusta do because Augusta does what Augusta wants. So what where do you reckon it's going to fall there or is it too early to tell? Well, that's a $64,000 question, Adam. You know, the, the US Open, for, for now, they've set their stances. This is an open event. Anyone who qualifies or gets through by the right means is welcome to play in the championship. This, the uh, chief executive, Mike Wan, he actually said, you know, he doesn't know if that'll be the case next year. This is pretty much just a 2022 stance on this this US Open. Augusta's the real power broker in this whole fight, isn't it? Because if they ban... LIV golf participants, it's going to be really tough because they've got five or six past Masters champions now playing on that LIV tour, including Patrick Reed and Dustin Johnson. So if, if they draw a line in the sand, it's going to make things really complicated for 
uh, those LIV participants and any future participants. But uh, the PGA of America, you think, will side with the PGA Tour, the two CEOs, of, the commissioner and the CEO of those two, are quite close. And then that sort of leaves the uh, the Open Championship, which you don't know which way they're going to go. So at the moment, it's all up in the air. It's too early to tell. But, um, you know, the, the, the golf fan in me really hopes that the, the majors remain Switzerland. They, they remain out of the fight because... You know that that's what the, what makes the majors so special. They're they're separate from the PGA Tour. It's another standard of golf. It's another level of golf. And if and if they were to start banning some of these LIV participants, it would sort of just make them look like an extension of the PGA Tour. So I hope they remain neutral, and I hope they let you know this competition play out because for you know a lot of fans around the world feel the PGA Tour do need some competition, and that they've monopolised it for too long. Well, Ev, it's. Almost irrelevant this weekend, though, because as you mentioned, you've got a great uh, golf tournament halfway through the US Open. Colin Morikawa and Joel Damon uh, on top there at five under par. John Rahm and Morgan's wallet at four under par. And uh, Rory McIlroy and Nick Davis's heart at four under par as well. <laughs> Scotty Scheffler's only two off the lead, the Masters champ. Mate, great weekend ahead. Great couple of hours ahead as well for you as you head back there for some chowder in, uh, in Boston. Maybe a Bud Light. I'm not sure what your drink is, but uh, enjoy the beers, mate. Thanks for joining us. I'll have a couple of Bud Lights just for you, mate. So thanks for having me on, Adam and Morgan. Have a good one. What a drop. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.